An entitled Karen demands to get free pretzels from our venue at a theme park, stating that her kids are starving and that because we're closed, we should just be giving them out for free. But when I tell her that she has to pay for them, she goes crazy and freaks out on me. Here's what happened. So I work at a pretty big pretzel company, but for privacy reasons, I will call it Uncle Unz. Anyway, I worked there for a year already, and this happened pretty early into my second year. This particular pretzel place was inside a small amusement park in Pennsylvania, and no, it wasn't Hershey Park, and yes, it'll be important later. So it was the last five minutes after my shift, so I was tired and I wanted to go home. We were busy cleaning and not paying attention to the window, because normally, most families would have left by this point. That is when I hear a knock on our window. So I look up, and I do the one thing that I know how to do as a cashier, and I say the line that I always say, and this is where the entitled Karen comes into play. I say, hi, how can I help you today? She responds by saying, yeah, hi, are you closed? I told her that we actually closed five minutes ago. This entitled Karen then said, great, do you have any leftover pretzels? I told her that we do, but I then asked her why does she want to know that? She then said, well, can I have them? So figuring that she wanted to get some kind of last minute order, I asked her how many she wanted. And when she said she wanted five of them, I said, all right, that comes down to $21.15. So in total, each pretzel's about $4 and some change. And when I told the entitled Karen the price, she just about lost it on me. She said, what? Aren't they different? Discounted? I responded by saying that if she has the season pass, then it's 15% off. But apparently this was the wrong thing to say. She says, no, you're closed. So the pretzels should be half off. And I have to be honest, at this point, I just wanted to go home. And I kind of just stopped caring. I responded to her by saying, why do you think it should be half off? This Karen then explains that because we're closed, that means that the pretzels are a day old and should be discounted, which is completely inaccurate. We switch out our pretzels every 30 minutes. And I I tried to explain this to this lady. So she says, fine, babe, do you still want them if they're full priced? Behind her stood a very tired looking husband and he said that he did not care and he just wanted to hurry up and go home. So then this entitled Karen tries to pull a fast one and she says, okay, whatever. We'll just get it with the 15% off. We can do that, right? I then reminded her that you need the season pass to get the 15% off. And if you have it, I've got no problem doing that. Again, she freaked out and said, no, I should get the 15% off because you're closed. I explained to her that, ma'am, that's not how it works. I stated that, yes, we are closed, so we are no longer selling pretzels. I'm only offering them to you because my boss wants as many sold as possible. This entitled Karen then must have thought that she had caught me in my word somehow because she responded by saying, see, you can't sell them, so they are free. So I responded by saying, no, they are not free, ma'am. I will, in fact, be taking them home and eating them for dinner. At this point, I was too tired to care, as I had just worked a five-hour shift. I know that's not a lot, but it was 95 degrees Fahrenheit, and I had to deal with kids the entire time. The entitled Karen shot back very angrily by saying, You don't need them. My kids are hungry. And when she said that, I said, Okay, well, maybe you should buy them some food. But the entitled Karen was not getting it. She demanded and insisted that these pretzels were free. So I told her that, yes, for me, they were free. But for you, a paying customer, they're four dollars and 23 cents. Thankfully, one of her kids walked up and asked their mom if they could just go home now. The entitled Karen had one last fit of rage and started screaming something that no one but dogs could understand. And then eventually she thankfully left. Imagine getting in a fight over pretzels. How stupid and entitled do you have to be? I mean, this lady clearly was trying to work the system pretty hard. She went from trying to get a 15% discount to then trying to get them half off to then demanding that she should just have them for free. And you can bet that she only did 
did this because they were closing, and she was probably just trying to pressure this worker into caving to her demands. And that's just not fair for someone who's probably just working a summer job trying to make ends meet. So hopefully this entitled Karen can pick her battles a little bit more, because freaking out over pretzels at a theme park definitely seems like a waste of time and energy. I found out that my boyfriend has been cheating on me, and I don't know how to confront him about this or what to do. My boyfriend and I are both 22 years old, and our three-year anniversary is in about a week. Our relationship has been pretty rocky for most of the duration. I moved away from home to be with him. I have bad anxiety and depression, so it made doing things around the house like chores really difficult a lot of the time because I was sad about not having my family around. And on top of that, I lost a couple of jobs, my mom got cancer, among other things. I moved right when COVID started, so there was really no chance to make any friends here. I also didn't have any friends in my hometown where I came from. I have felt pretty alone the whole time, and I'm much too clingy for my boyfriend because he's all I know, but he hates it when I'm always right there asking for attention. The fact that I was so clingy caused a lot of issues, as well as me not doing enough around the house because he worked really long shifts. I tried my best, but it never felt like it was ever good enough because there was always something he'd pick out that I didn't do right. Fast forward about a year, and I caught him on Tinder, and I confronted him about it. He said that he was upset that I haven't been doing my part, and that I was too clingy, essentially suffocating him because I just wanted to be around him 24-7. I don't purposefully try and make him mad, but everything I do does. It can be anything I say that I think is normal, but honestly, everything I do upsets him, and it's really simple things too. I also have a really hard time listening, and it affects my memory quite a bit, so most of the time, I can't remember things he just said to me in arguments, or when he says, what did I just say? My mind honestly just goes blank, even though I was paying attention. This causes issues on a daily basis, and I've even tried explaining to him that I'm not doing it on purpose, but he just tells me that I don't care, and calls me all these horrible names and all of our arguments. Honestly, I could write a book about our relationship, and I won't cover a lot of it here, but fast forward a little bit where it really goes down. Catching him on Tinder caused major trust issues for me, and honestly made me more clingy, because now I was worried about what he was doing and who he was talking to all the time. Whenever he'd go out with his friends, I'd get a little bit upset, and need reassurance, which he also hated. He was always so vague, and never really told me his plans anytime he would go out. I always ask him to give me updates now and then, or just to check in with me when he goes out, just so I know he's okay. Whenever I ask him that, he freaks out and calls me controlling, and tells me that I'm not his mom, and that I don't need to know exactly where he is all the time. So that didn't help either. But fast forward some more, and we got into some pretty big fights when we moved into a new apartment together. At one point, we broke up for about a week because of how I was acting. We got back together after that, and a couple weeks later, I found something in his pants pocket that is basically a packaging wrapper that someone would use for quality time with another woman, if you know what I mean. I then saw a week later where he's asking a lady of the night to spend some quality time with him. Also, if you know what I mean. And these text messages were pretty condemning, and basically all led to the fact that he has been cheating on me. And it looks like he had been doing this multiple times. All of this came up later in an argument, but it didn't really go anywhere because he said he never saw her and denied the entire thing. Fast forward some more, and we got into another really big fight over something I was saying, and he started to get physical, and our roommate had to get between him and me because he was screaming and shaking me. But it wasn't too serious because I was screaming as well. I left after that, and I tried to sleep in my car. But even after that, I accepted him back, and I accepted 
accepted his apology. We're now in a new place and we recently got into another argument and he disappeared for the whole night and he really wouldn't tell me what he did that night and what I did next I know is very wrong but I looked at his phone and I only saw text messages of him trying to find out another club that he could go to where there were lots of women that he could interact with and there were many more conversations with other women who were just trying to spend some quality time with him. He doesn't know that I saw those messages and I've been acting like everything is fine at the moment. I've been really depressed lately and I don't have any friends to talk to so everything is just kept inside and it really hurts. I'm debating getting the number of this woman that he was chatting with and asking her some questions about my boyfriend because clearly she might know more than me in this situation. I know I could just break up with him and I really have been wanting to for the past year or so but I'm scared. He is all I know and my family is five hours away and I can't move all my stuff back with my car. I'm just really scared and I don't have anyone to talk to and I just don't know. I love him so much and I want to be with him and I know he also wants to be with me too but I just don't know why he has to do stuff like this behind my back. What should I do? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. 
The original poster in this situation needs to wake up. Their boyfriend does not love them. If he loved you, he wouldn't go to see some lady of the night over and over again. He also wouldn't have all these other condemning text messages, basically proving that yes, he was cheating on you. And that is exactly what he's doing. He is actively cheating on you. And sure, you might be afraid and you might be scared to do this. But if I was in your shoes, I would be breaking up with him immediately. The man has been physical with you and he's been actively cheating on you. He does not love you. And this is blatantly not a safe environment for you. Your boyfriend definitely needs to become your ex-boyfriend because his agenda does not match up with yours. And I honestly do not believe that he loves you in the slightest. My girlfriend kissed another guy eight months ago. And despite the fact that we weren't together at the time, I still feel cheated. And I honestly don't know what to do. Let me first off say that this woman changed me as a man for the rest of my life. No matter whatever I choose to do ultimately in this situation, I really do deeply trust her as a matter of fact, and I know that everything she said to me is 100% true. We met each other in high school and quickly grew attached to each other. You have to consider the fact that both of us were never in a serious relationship, and the true feeling of love was unknown to us. Soon after meeting, we became mutual friends, and we would text each other on every occasion with no romantic feelings from both sides, even though both of us at the time knew that we both looked like a couple. Times passed, and the feelings started coming in gradually. To this day, we often talk about how we felt about each other and at what time during our friendship. I did admit to falling in love with her first though and not too long after I did, she did as well. You have to know that before that we never experienced a feeling like this. The one you feel after falling for someone you truly know and appreciate as a person. Even though we were both too anxious and overall very confused about what was even happening between the both of us. But here comes the part that really pains me. A month before we became a couple, she organizes a party, which I didn't attend at which everyone was drunkenly playing a drinking challenge game. It turned out that she was picked to kiss her friend who happened to be a guy. For context, when we were together, he became our frequent topic of discussion because the sight of him at school made me uncomfortable. You would think that it's not a big deal as we weren't officially in a relationship at the time, but she confessed that she had fallen for me sometime before that already. This is what really hurts the most. Because of this fact, every good memory which I remember from before that stupid party is instead a very very painful one. We've had some arguments over the whole situation where she claims that she wasn't taking the whole kissing thing seriously at the time but after seeing me hurt by it she came to really regret it and also apologized to me multiple times not knowing why she even did that as she never had any feelings for the guy and I honestly trust her on that. You might not understand but we were both extremely confused about our status almost all the time before actually getting together. We were already talking talking about our plans for the future. We are even considered to be a perfect couple by our friend groups. Well, it would be perfect if not for that one stupid kiss. It makes me sick when I even think about it. Before you say it, I consider a breakup to be the last resort. We truly do love each other. On the one hand, I don't even know what I'm really looking for here. I keep saying it to myself that she has given me way more than a kiss in our relationship. Sometimes though, when thinking about all of this, the stress can get the better of me. And you know what? Maybe I am in the wrong here. But who really knows? All I know is that at this very moment, I can't imagine how much garbage my life would be without her. And at this point, I honestly don't know what to do. So let me get this straight. The original poster is getting upset because their current girlfriend kissed another guy during a drinking game at a party. And this all happened before you were official. And that's what you're upset about? This is literally the most immature take I've ever seen in my life. And I'm sure your girlfriend is scratching your head like, is this guy serious? I mean, this is literally only an issue on your end. She didn't do 
anything wrong. And she's apologized multiple times. She is surprisingly seeing that, yeah, this is clearly a big deal, despite the fact that we weren't together at the time. I think, if anything, the original poster needs to hear the cold, hard truth that they need to grow up and get over themselves. You were not committed as a couple, and that's honestly all that matters. So there's really no reason to try and rake your girlfriend over the coals, because she honestly didn't do anything wrong. My husband left me because I suck at cooking dinner, and I honestly don't know what to do. I'm a 23-year-old female, and I've been married to my husband for two years. When we met, I was young, and I didn't know how to do anything. I won't lie, I've always had this horrible dream of being a doting wife, with a loving family, a house, doing all the cleaning, etc. Everything by the books. So I learned how to cook for my husband, like I thought I should. I watched video after video, and tried so many things. I can cook phenomenally, at least when it comes to easy Pinterest recipes. My issue is that my husband only likes two things. He likes chicken wings and box macaroni. He will eat an entire bag of chicken wings and an entire bag of mac and cheese for dinner if I do not cook for him. Of course, I take it on myself to do all the recipe planning, and I ask him first if things sound good or not. I even try new vegetables in unique ways. Fried broccoli, for example, was really good, as well as some baked carrot fries, which are also amazing. The only issue is my husband hates it. He will, without fail, find something to complain about and not eat most of the dinners I make every night. Now, I cook, I clean, I do dishes, I take care of the cat's litter even though I'm allergic, I do laundry, I literally do all of it. I ask for nothing in exchange, except maybe, just maybe, sometimes he eats the dinners that I work so hard to prepare. He could also be a little bit more selective in how he says things. For example, he came to the table and he took a bite of our dinner, which consisted of shrimp fettuccine, Alfredo sauce, garlic bread, and an Italian salad on the side. He starts making noises like, ew, to which I don't respond. Then he just loudly says, yuck, what even is this? As if it's not the dinner he specifically asked for and said that he wanted. He just keeps saying that it's off, and I honestly can't figure out how. It really is delicious. I did everything by the book, and I think it tastes great. I ended up telling him that it hurts my feelings when he acts like this, and I'm no longer going to cook any food for him. He is now on his own for meal planning and such. I'll make my own food and spare my feelings, which I know are hurt too easily as it is. After this, he left the house. He slammed the door and he won't text me back. So I'm literally here because I don't want to bother my friends and my family that lives far away. I'm honestly so hurt by this and I don't know what to do. Your husband is being absolutely ridiculous. You worked hard on making this food and then he's going to act like this massive jerk and basically treat you like garbage because it's not what he likes. And I'm sure you did everything correctly. He's just being a very poor sport because he doesn't get to eat chicken and mac and cheese again for the 12th night in a row. This is all just incredibly emotionally immature and he really should be ashamed of himself. And the fact that he stormed out after you said, okay, I just won't cook for you anymore is a massive red flag. And it's not something I would ignore in the slightest because if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't cook for him anymore either, especially if this is how he's going to act. If he's just going to throw whatever you just made under the bus and not even give it a try, then the problem is legitimately with him. So hopefully this works out in some kind of way and hopefully your husband learns how to cook something besides mac and cheese and chicken because I can't imagine what that does to your body after every meal and I can only imagine that's going to cause problems for him in the future. My partner has a well-paying job but always finds reasons not to work or pay her bills and at this point I'm kind of at a loss on what to do. My partner who's 27 years old owes me about a thousand dollars which I know isn't a huge amount and honestly I'd be happy to just forget about it except every month it grows a little bit more. She'll be a few hundred behind on rent and bills and won't ever pay me back fully for 
for it. On top of this, I pay for all groceries for us and her kid. I also spend a lot of money on the herb, if you know what I mean, as we both smoke it daily, but I'm the only one paying for it. More or less, the only major bill that she pays towards is rent, which is about $1,100 a month. We've been together for nearly two years, but recently moved into a more expensive home together, which is when all of this started to become a problem. We both have pretty well-paying jobs. That pretty much allows us to be schedule independent. If she were to work five days a week, it wouldn't be unusual for her to make $3,000 to $4,000 a month. In fact, this is exactly what her colleagues do. The problem is is that she won't work. She just won't. Weeks will go by where she first needs to rest, and then she's just too stressed out. And then she'll be maybe ready to get to work, but something will derail her, and right when I think she's getting back to it, something new comes up, and she's staying home again. I understand that she doesn't enjoy the work she does, and it can be emotionally taxing on her. But usually by the third week of the month, she still won't even have half the rent saved up, and I have to accept that it's up to me to make sure that we can pay it, or we're going to risk eviction. I'm starting to feel taken advantage of. I'm starting to build up some resentment every time I see her deciding to stay home another day, as well as every time I have to liquidate some of my savings or stress about work because she won't do it. I've explained this to her multiple times. I've tried motivating her, buying her energy drinks. She's told me to help her get to work, and we've had a couple of fights and some tension over it. Multiple times we've come up with plans that she can follow that allow for plenty of rest, but still, it's never enough time at work to pay for bills and then just to save some of it. But no matter what we try, at the end of the month, she can't make rent and I have to pay her share because we're both on the lease. I don't want to break up with her. I truly love this girl. And besides her incompatibility with capitalism, she's the healthiest and most loving partner I've ever had. For example, while I may pay for groceries, she does do mostly all the cooking and cleaning. It's not like she's just being lazy all the time. She does have a busy and often stressful life, as well as having a family that uses her like a free therapist. I just want to find a way to motivate her to work enough just so that she can pay her share and be able to afford adventures and travel plans like we've been trying to save money for in the first place. What should I do? This is really disappointing to be completely honest because you moved into a new place with her all with the exception that she would step up and pay her fair share but she's absolutely not doing that. I don't know if there's some kind of depression or medical illness that's going on with your partner but maybe it's time to go to the doctor and say hey I'm having trouble even going to work. What do I do? Also, where does she work where she could just not show up and still have a job? Because that's crazy to me. The original poster goes on to say that yes, his partner does indeed hate her job. But with that in mind, there's plenty of people out there who hate their job, but still do exactly what they need to do to make rent and make a living. If I was the original poster, I would have put my foot down and said enough is enough. I would stop giving her money, I would stop paying for things, and I would honestly just start looking for a new place to live. Because from the outside looking in, she's taking advantage of you. She knows for a fact that you will step up and save her when she doesn't want to work. And in my opinion, I think it's time to stop being a doormat and just say no. You need to step up and pay your fair share. Otherwise, this living condition is not going to work. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.